This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Tonight, a dangerous week of weather with the threat of tornadoes, hail, and flash flooding in the south as the west coast digs out from a snowstorm that's heading east. Here are tonight's top headlines. That coast-to-coast winter storm turns deadly as snow continues to fall. Most of the stores are running out of supplies. Roads have been left impossible to navigate. Breaking news, the FBI arrests a man accused of trying to hide explosives in his suitcase at a Pennsylvania airport. Dozens dead after a train crash in Greece. A passenger train collided with a cargo train head on. Greece's deadliest train disaster in over 50 years. Eli Lilly says it is dropping the price of its most prescribed insulin products by 70%. It's an important day for anyone in the U.S. who uses Lilly insulin. One firefighter dies after a massive fire in Buffalo. Today has been a very difficult and painful day for the Buffalo Fire Department. Closing arguments and a field trip in Alex Murdaugh's double murder trial. Defendant is a person where his own storm would actually mean consequences for Maggie and Paul. And talk about an inspiration, a 98-year-old woman runs a 5K. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Tonight, our continuing series on retirement focuses on the tens of millions of Americans that don't have a retirement plan through their employers. 
So we've got some advice what you can do to up your savings as you approach the golden years. But first, we're going to get straight to that breaking news. A Pennsylvania man under arrest tonight after he allegedly tried to check a bag with what the TSA says was indeed a live explosive device. That flight was bound for Florida. Also in the bag, according to investigators, a can of highly flammable butane, a lighter, a pipe with white power powder residue, and a wireless drill with cordless batteries. And now part of the airport was evacuated. The 40-year-old man has been charged with attempting to place an explosive or incendiary device on an aircraft. CBS's Jeff Begays is here to start us off tonight with what he has learned. And Jeff, I understand the criminal complaint mentioning that this device did pose a significant risk to aircraft and passengers. Yeah, it certainly did. But in this case, the security precautions at the airport really worked. And law enforcement was able to avert what could have been a threat to the aircraft and the passengers on board. Investigators say this is Mark Muffley, caught on Lehigh Valley International Airport surveillance cameras Monday, pulling two black pieces of luggage and allegedly booked to fly on Allegiant Airlines Flight 201 bound for Orlando. According to court documents, Muffley never got on that flight, but he did check one of the bags. A TSA screening found a circular compound, approximately three inches in diameter, hidden in the lining of the baggage, with two fuses attached, plus a mixture of flash powder used in commercial-grade fireworks. Authorities paged Muffley over the airport's public address system, but he left the airport and went home. A bag tag with his name on it helped investigators track him down and arrest him. Well, those uh, baggage officers that screened that check bag, uh, and certainly it alarmed, and during their conduct of their full open bag search, it led to some other concerns, which led to a series of protocols to be implemented. And those protocols seem to have worked in this case to perfection. And Jeff Begays is back with us. It does appear that those protocols work. We just heard about that alarm that was triggered. What did they find? What does that mean? Yeah, even though what they found was maybe not rigged to explode, it could have done enough damage to that plane and the passengers on board because it's the powder that they found that could have been incendiary. All right, Jeff Begays with that breaking news. Thank you so much. Let's turn now to the deadly winter storm in California's Sierra Nevada. More than five feet of snow fell in some areas, shutting down major roadways, knocking out power to tens of thousands, and stranding residents in their homes. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is there. Even in a winter that has already battered California, this latest storm is one for the ages. Just in the past week, the Sierra region has seen nearly 12 feet of new snow. Overnight here in Pollock Pines, another pounding. In just the past 24 hours, more than three feet was dumped here, burying entire cars, homes, and neighborhoods. Many people stranded inside. The power, meanwhile, is out. Residents are digging out any way they can, others hoping to get out if they can. Many who tried didn't get far. All this snow piled on roofs and other structures is also a hazard. An 80-year-old woman in a nearby community died after her porch collapsed. Interstate 80, a major east-west corridor, had to be shut down. More than 7,000 trucks usually pass over the Donner Summit every day, transporting nearly $5 million in commercial goods every hour. 
In the mountains east of LA, many residents of Lake Arrowhead remain trapped in their homes. There's a state of emergency as supplies are running dangerously low. This is the real deal, and there's a lot of people in need up here who have never seen it like this before. In soggy Southern California, large trees are uprooted and power lines down. Record snow has also hit Yosemite National Park. Officials there say it will remain closed indefinitely. And forgetting for just a minute about all the problems, the latest blizzard has left a magnificent scene. Beautiful, but also brutal. Tonight, tens of thousands of people are still without power. As residents begin to dig out from all of this, meteorologists are warning of yet another system moving through this weekend, which could dump an additional two feet of snow, Nora. Wow, you explained it so well, Jonathan Vigliotti. Thank you so much. And as this storm moves east, let's check in with meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. The potent storm in the west that Jonathan's been showing us will be responsible for a three-day severe weather outbreak across the south. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, strong straight-line winds, large hail the size of baseballs are bigger, and tornadoes also a risk. Let's break it down for you time period by time period and show you that through the evening, it's mostly the Mid-South, places like Little Rock and Memphis, Nashville get hit. Tomorrow, Dallas, Fort Worth, Little Rock, back into Memphis once again. Really heavy rain could lead also to some flooding. Watch that storm line race into the southeast, hitting cities like Atlanta and eventually Charlotte. The storm center itself goes into the Midwest and the Northeast. Snow to the north, rain to the south. North Boston gets snow, but it's generally rain from New York to Baltimore to D.C. Mike, thank you. Prosecutors delivered their closing arguments today in the double murder trial of Alec Murdoch, saying the once prominent lawyer was so desperate to hide his financial crimes that killing his wife and youngest son was the only way out. CBS's Nikki Batiste has more from the courthouse in South Carolina. With a fiery tone, lead prosecutor Creighton Waters gave his closing argument in a packed courtroom. The defendant is the person on which a storm was descending and the defendant is a person where his own storm would actually mean consequences for Maggie and Paul. According to the prosecutor, that storm was Murdoch's lies and opioid addiction and stealing millions of dollars about to be revealed. And after an exhaustive investigation, there is only one person who had the motive, who had the means, who had the opportunity to commit these crimes. Prosecutors say Murdaugh murdered his wife Maggie and 22-year-old son Paul in June 2021 to distract from his financial crimes. She was running to her baby when she got mowed down by the only person that we have conclusive proof was at that scene just minutes before. The prosecution's case has relied on circumstantial evidence. Investigators never found the murder weapons or bloody clothes, and there were no eyewitnesses. We couldn't bring you any eyewitnesses because they were murdered. This morning, jurors went to the Murdoch estate. They spent about an hour viewing the house and dog kennels where the bodies were found. The defense will begin its closing argument tomorrow morning. Then the prosecution will have an opportunity for a rebuttal before the jury begins its deliberations. If convicted, Alec Murdoch faces 30 years to life in prison. He has pleaded not guilty. Nora. Mickey Batiste, thank you so much. 
There were some frightening moments today aboard a Spirit Airlines flight when a fire broke out in an overhead luggage compartment. Officials say the flight from Dallas to Orlando with 179 passengers and crew on board was diverted to Jacksonville after a battery caught fire. Spirit says crew members had to put out the fire. One person was taken to the hospital. Let's turn overseas now, where at least 43 people were killed and dozens more injured when a passenger train and a freight train collided in a head-on crash Tuesday night in central Greece. Rescuers are frantically searching the wreckage for any survivors. With more, here's CBS's Remy Innocencio. Smoldering and shattered, the aftermath of Greece's worst rail tragedy in half a century. A freight train and passenger train with more than 350 people aboard collided head on. Many of the victims, students returning from a holiday weekend. This security camera footage shows the moment of impact. We heard a big bang, said the survivor. We were turning over and over in the carriage. People screamed, windows shattered. Survivors, shocked and bloodied, were bused to medical care and relieved families. After sunrise, the disaster came into further heartbreaking focus. Greece's prime minister called it a tragic human error and vowed this would never happen again. In angry reaction tonight, protests erupted in Athens and two other cities. Greece has had the worst rail safety record in the European Union for the past decade. Choking up, the country's transport minister, who later resigned, promised a transparent investigation. Police arrested and charged a station master with manslaughter, which he denies. At a nearby hospital, this father searched for his son. We want all those responsible to pay for this mess, he said. This Greek mess, trains derailing in 2023, it's insane. Search and rescue operations continue overnight. Ramey Innocencio, CBS News, London. Now to some major news for the tens of millions of Americans battling diabetes. After facing years of criticism from Congress and the American people, drug maker Eli Lilly is slashing the price of its most commonly prescribed insulin products by as much as 70 percent. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports the company is also capping monthly out-of-pocket costs at $35. Today's move by the drug giant is a lifeline for many of the 1.3 million Americans who've had to ration their medication, a dangerous calculation. The price of insulin directly resulted to the loss of my child. Nicole Smith holds 26-year-old son Alec couldn't afford his medication when he aged out of her insurance plan. The first time he went to the pharmacy in June of 2017 to pick up his one-month supply, the pharmacist said it would be $1,300 and went home without his life-sustaining medication and began to ration it. Alec was taking Eli Lilly's most commonly prescribed insulin, Humalog. It was $21 a vial when it first went on the market in 1996. Today, it's over $274, a more than 1,200% increase. Eli Lilly CEO David Ricks. How do you ensure patients that we're not going to see the same rises in the price of insulin in the future? You know, we haven't rolled out a guarantee, but what I'll say is over the last five years, we've frozen list prices and cut them. Smith Holtz says the price cuts are a victory, but too late for her son. Yeah, I think if the price of insulin in 2017 had been $35, Alec would still be alive today. 
Eli Lilly reported a net income of about $6 billion last year. This year, the CEO says the company plans to invest about $8 billion in research and development for new drugs. That would include new forms of insulin, which would not fall under these price caps. He says he, like many lawmakers and patients, hopes that his competitors will follow suit. Nora. All right, Lily Luciano, thank you. Also in tonight's Health Watch, this is colorectal cancer awareness month. And an alarming new report shows the disease is increasingly being found in younger patients and at more advanced stages. The American Cancer Society says 60% of new cases are advanced stage. And one in five people now being diagnosed are younger than 55 years old. More than 52,000 Americans are expected to die from colorectal cancer this year. This is always an important reminder to go and get checked. Now to our continuing series, Retirement Ready. If you have access to a 401k or traditional pension in your job, consider yourself to be lucky. Nearly 57 million Americans work for an employer that does not offer a retirement savings plan. Tonight, CBS's Janet Shamlin takes a look at some of the consequences. You guys are trying to get away. A walk with Rosie and Logan is a rare break for Marianne O'Connor. The puppies. Then she's back on her laptop, juggling two jobs. Sometimes up to 11 hours a day. What did you think you'd be doing at 66? Oh, I would hope to be retired. <laughs> and what are you doing at 66? I'm working my butt off. <laughs> no savings, no 401k, not even enough to cover an emergency. She sold her home and with two other women, bought a smaller one, living together to save money. Thank you very much. How has that been? Well, it's been a, a matter of life and death. Roughly half of all Americans, ages 55 to 66, have nothing saved for retirement. Spicy, yeah. O'Connor knew she'd be in that group, adopting and raising three children as a single mom. I have a live for now philosophy, I guess. How's that serving you now? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> you can always improve your situation. For her and others without Absolutely. a nest egg, experts say it's Absolutely. not too late to make a plan. Continue to work, lower your cost of living, save what you can, delay Social Security benefits until 70 to get the largest monthly check possible. And avoid risky investments to make up for lost time. The higher the promised returns, the more you want to do in real research. What would you say to younger women? I guess I would now say that they need to start planning as early as they can. Financial challenges for many, tarnishing the golden years of retirement. Yes, I know. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Cumberland, Rhode Island. An explosive fire knocked firefighters to the ground today in Buffalo, New York. We've got the tragic details next. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, flags are flying at half-staff in Buffalo, New York, in honor of a firefighter who was killed today. The fallen fireman was trapped inside a burning building when an interior wall collapsed. Video from the scene shows flames and smoke blasting from the building and knocking firefighters to the ground. Officials say the building was too unstable to attempt a rescue. Tonight, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft is facing criminal charges. Former Georgia Bulldogs defensive lineman Jalen Carter is charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member just hours after the team's national championship parade in January. The wreck was initially reported as a single vehicle accident, but police now say Carter was racing against one of the victims in separate SUVs. Carter said today he expects to be fully exonerated. TikTok is setting new screen time limits for teenagers. What parents need to know. There is important news tonight for parents of teenagers who use TikTok. In the coming weeks, the video sharing platform is introducing a one hour per day screen time limit for users under 18. After 60 minutes, those users will be asked to enter a passcode to continue scrolling. The new restrictions were announced today just as a House panel approved a bill that gives the Biden administration the authority to ban TikTok in the United States to prevent spying by the Chinese government. A pandemic-era food benefits program came to an end today, leaving many low-income families wondering how they'll be able to afford groceries. While some states had already phased out the extra so-called SNAP benefits, millions of families in 32 states will no longer receive the emergency benefits. Individuals will now have to get by on about $95 less this month, while some households will see cuts of $250 or more. A 98-year-old woman gives everyone a run for their money with her inspiring can-do attitude. That's next. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Finally tonight, we want to introduce you to Betty Lindbergh of Atlanta, who is in it to win it. At 98 years old, Lindbergh last weekend completed a 5K race, strolling across the finish line at 59 minutes and 6 seconds. Fantastic. She made headlines last year, shattering the world record for her age group by more than 30 minutes, finishing a 5K in under 56 minutes. We say Betty Lindbergh has earned a gold medal for inspiration. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. I'm putting on my running shoes. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet.